Welcome back. This is episode 28 of the Carlos Jr. Journey. And today in America, we're going to talk about politics a little bit. Not really. I don't like talking about politics. But we're going to talk about how that affects the cannabis industry and the economics, as well as how the government and corporations and everyday, the working class citizens, affect the economy. And so pretty much, what was the first thing that I said? Politics? Oh, yeah. Well, the laws are pretty much corrupt right now. Marijuana is a scheduled one drug, pretty much being at the same level as heroin, which is pretty much not. And... Marijuana deserves to be uh, taken off the Schedule 1 class of the DEA uh, classification um, under federal laws. That is the reason why marijuana is, is illegal in America federally. And it's because it's a Schedule 1 uh, narcotic uh, but those laws were created in the past, in, I believe, 1970s. Um, it's when... It's either... Yeah, I believe it's the 1970s. It was when the drug war was happening with Nixon. Or Reagan. Uh, I, I, keep, I, I, I always get those two confused, but I know those two are actually involved in the drug war but um there they they approved of some laws that pretty much made marijuana a schedule 1 narcotic drug uh on the list of the, on the list of the DEA the drug enforcement agency and these laws w would pretty much penalize people who have uh, marijuana in possession. If if you're pulled over, if you get pulled over by police, or you know if you're searched by the police somewhere and you happen to have marijuana, um. Because of these laws, uh, th that would allow the police to legally um, give the citizens tickets or even arrest them and put in jail. And they looked at this and, and they said, you know, they're going to generate a lot of money if we crack down on marijuana and... We put people in jail if they possess it, um, as well as with other drugs. Um, and you know, and they're just—they're pretty much just looking for the profit, and they're profiting off of putting people in jail, and profiting the, these courts, the, the courthouses. You know, they're. They're putting people in jail 
over possession of a little bit of marijuana. And also, like, y y they're making a lot of money nowadays. Um, pretty much just getting people, f f or the police pulling people over, and for having uh, possession of marijuana, y you will have to pay a lot of money. Or you could be arrested in some places. Um, and you know, without the right uh, attorney, or if you don't, if you, you know, if you don't invest into getting an attorney, you may put yourself in a worse position. But if you, you know, spend a little bit of money to get an attorney for the courthouse, which is usually like a hundred dollars. Uh, for the courthouse in court attorney, um, they'll be able to help you out to reduce the, the case. But the thing is, even if once they reduce the case, you're still paying a lot of money for these tickets, for the possession of marijuana, and whatever else you got pulled over for. And so, you know, the, these laws didn't really take into effect and consider the moral the moral effects of what it would do to society and it pretty much has crippled society and those are laws that you know people do not like change usually like uh, when it comes down to uh, decision making within the country change is a uh, very people you know people don't find it easy to do to do so <clears throat> so you know it's fucked up honestly f for the fact that people are still getting arrested and pulled over and ticketed and p having to pay massive amounts of money um you know, j just for having a tiny bit of marijuana in possession. And these tickets are a lot of money. And it's actually really disappointing and crippling society. And when they were making these laws in the past, in like the 1970s, I believe, they knew, they knew that they would make a lot of money. Um, and also, they also knew that who would be affected the most would be the poor people in America. So, the, it was kind of like a Darwinism's fucking law where natural fucking selection all of a sudden plays a role in politics. Where that's something that's actually morally corrupt but um what I mean by that is um is that you know they knew that poor people would get arrested and get put in jail and you know it, it, it'll reduce they, they believed it would reduce crime and which it did a lot of crime had has been reduced and it's because of these extreme measures that have been taken for the past 
um, 50 years, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that over 50 years that these laws are still into effect today, and it's a crippling and morally corrupt system that is still, uh, putting people in disadvantages around America. And whichever uh, politician or person is, uh, you know, playing a role in keeping uh, these laws the same is also morally corrupt because that is something that, you know, marijuana will be everywhere and, and, you know, how I've seen it, it's, it's something that will pop, show up in high schools. You know, the, in high school, you'll see kids who have it. People will get busted for it. It happens. These things happen. Adults, you know, they still get busted for it. But the thing is, as a child, like when you're growing up and you finally turn 18, and you, you really don't know what's going on in the world. You shouldn't be legally um, punished. Honestly, I, I, I don't believe you should be legally punished at a, at a severe, at a, in a severe way, um, for possessing marijuana at all. And there are people around America who are 18, who are getting penalized as an 18 year old. You know, finally, finally an adult, right? But guess what? You, now you're going to jail. You know, that's the most fucked up thing that, as as a free country, that is definitely not free. And it's because of the, what is happening. And what is happening is those laws were placed into effect, the war on drugs in the 1970s. And... And now it's still scheduled as a Schedule One uh, drug and narcotic under the under under the schedules schedule list of uh, all the drugs, and they're and they're all listed by you know dangerous like danger level, and marijuana is at the most dangerous level. And that is something that is has to be taken off of the DEA website, and it's still on the DEA website. You can look you can look it up online, and you'll see right there on the website, it's still a Schedule One narcotic. It needs to be taken off the website. First of all, second of all, the fact that th- that all that these government websites are stating that. Marijuana has no medicinal effect is also a lie. And that needs to be taken off these websites as well. And these websites need to be monitored a lot more efficiently because, you know, as technology evolves and we innovate and attempt to survive in a new 
society where technology is advancing at a rapid pace, all of these things matter. It really does, because at the end of the day, if we want rights as humans to be able to be free and to be able to possess a, t a tiny bit of marijuana and not get arrested for it, you know, and be able to enjoy that for yourself. You know, you deserve that after a long day. You deserve to relax yourself and relax your back. You know, there's states around the, around the country right now that have taken effect on a state level that the state government is pretty much saying, um, well, we know that the federal, at the federal level it's legal, but because we're the state and the, the Congress allowed us to, um, allowed us, allowed the, allowed the states to decide if they want to legalize it or not, then they get to choose to. And that's a huge advancement in the laws for in the past 50 years. It's, the, it's that choice of each state that if you want to legalize it, then you may do, you may do so. But at the, at the um, pace of having it um, regulated and studied and researched, because every community around the world is different. And every community need, needs something different. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. <clears throat> yeah, so every community needs something different. <clears throat> and you know, if we're gonna need the listen like this is the, the thing is we have to advance as a society and if we're going to advance as a society we have to pinpoint the cor the corrupt things in front of our eyes we have to s speak up and talk about it if you don't want to talk about it that's exactly what it, what these politicians are doing they try to change the subject every chance they get. But the thing is, if you talk about the hard, cold truth of the subject, of what needs to happen, then it becomes a diff totally different topic and an economical progression mission. And it's like, you know, so these different states have been pushing, like, like um, California and Washington and... There's a whole, like in Colorado, there's a whole, whole list of states that have legalized it on a state level recreationally. And recreationally, these dispensaries are allowed to um, open up uh, cannabis grows operations, like uh, growing cannabis plants. And uh, there's two, two, there's different ways that the, the industry can go in these different states and 
it's it's a way that uh, if if you if you specify the way you want to economically grow your community with cannabis, then you get to decide if you want to allow vertically integrated cannabis dispensaries in in these in those in these states or you separate the growers from the retail stores so the there's a supply chain that occurs to to be able to create money and all, all sorts of different ways um and it's like but the thing is oh, so vertically integrated cannabis industry is a pretty much a grow and retail area and like in one like business that's like one business you control the grow and the retail from seed to sale it's called and or you could also be a grower and just grow cannabis and sell that to or and pr provide the your products at a at retail areas um, that of other businesses um, but there's a, there's a whole list of different things that you can do you can, uh, like opening up a retail store for CBD and THC uh, like uh, products and stuff like that but uh there's been a lot of research that cannabis has medicinal effects and the fact that it's posted online and on a government website stating that it has no medicinal effect is kind of insane um, I haven't checked it in a while, and it might not be on there, but I'm pretty sure it's still on there. And also the, the also the fact that d different communities uh, respond to different plans. And the, what I mean by that is every area around the world has its own culture, its own society, its own people, its own community, and everybody does everything in a different way. And so, when you are developing a business, if you're developing a business, or if you know, if, if we're talking about politics right now, if we're, if we're trying to advance our government we have to build a solid foundation that allows us to prosper on because right now it's pretty much scheduled as a schedule one narcotic on DEA website as well as you know no medicinal effect and no research and development is in progress well there has been lately but in the past you know, there, there's laws placed pretty much saying that 
these that these universities cannot do research and development on cannabis, and that is the most absurd thing that uh, you know a, a president or government could do. And um, it's it's stalling the progression of the research and development of the cannabis plant. While in the meantime, they are arresting people for the for the plant. Um, you know it's pretty crazy. Uh, but lately, uh, you know there has been. Uh, universities who have who who have the uh, legal acceptance by from the government to research cannabis, um, but even that itself can be difficult on the end of uh, the quality and who, who's supplying the cannabis and what kind of you know where is it being grown how's it being grown and that research. And development, and it's figuring out all the different, you know, chemicals inside of the cannabis plant, and organizing it, you know, and you know, putting legitimate information and really describing how it affects the brain and how it could uh, benefit some users and how it may not benefit others you know just like everything everybody has their own uh, you know metabolism and stomach and you know everyone eats differently drinks differently but you know if we want to if we're talking about you know, the the, the advancement the advancement of the medical industry. Talk, let's talk about the cannabis industry real quick. You know, let's and the big pharmaceutical companies real quick too. And let's, <laughs> let's talking about the big pharmaceutical companies and politics is another story. Like I can talk about it real quick, but hold, I'm gonna take a sip of water. So yeah, big pharmaceutical, you know, in politics, it's, it's upsetting. Really upsetting. They they lobby millions and millions of dollars um, to uh, maintain laws, like, so they don't they don't want the laws to change. Uh, to and they they give massive amounts of money, you know, through lobbyists to 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 the legislative body of America, the ones making their laws in America. Talk about let's talk about let's talk about corruption. Um, nah, but for real, uh, it's a they're huge. It, they're a huge financial, you know, powerhouse, pretty much, and you know they're producing massive millions and millions of pills, you know, and prescribing it to millions and millions of people for different illnesses and stuff like that, and. You know they they lobby millions and millions of dollars to 
you know, not have laws passed for cannabis. In the meantime, figuring out figuring out how they're gonna implement cannabis into the into their big pharmaceutical uh, agenda, and to also get money from from cannabis by prescribing uh, cannabis through these doctors that, you know, the doctors would normally prescribe pills, and it's, you know, if they, if they don't normally prescribe cannabis, because cannabis, uh, there's a whole thing about, you know, a cannabis doctor knowing more about cannabis than a regular doctor or psychologist that, um, you know, knows about the brain and stuff like that who have normally, uh, prescribed pills in the past. And, you know, pills are not necessarily bad, uh, for some, uh, illnesses or disabilities. Um, but a majority of them can be bad for uh, the majority of people, and that is the anxiety and depression medications, and there's, you know, I've done a lot of studying on those, and it's really dangerous on your body, I've, I've taken them myself, you know, it's very harmful, and I feel like it's even done damage to my stomach that is is not like really that repairable like uh, it's still an issue to this day my stomach you know it's i believe it's been destroyed or like something else in my body but like but like i honestly feel like my stomach is weaker because of taking these medications and i honestly believe it was because i was throwing up a lot and I was I threw up a lot on these medications, and it's like, you know, it's it's the most dangerous medications I believe in the world. It's these SSRIs and SSIs, you know, these serotonin inhibitors, these things that you know, these chemicals that you just put in your body, and pumps a chemical straight to your brain, and it's supposed to get rid of anxiety and depression, you know, and honestly, at the end of the day, the only thing that I was feeling was, uh, my hands were always sweaty, my, you know, my, my head was always hurting, I was always throwing up, uh, you know, I always had diarrhea, my stomach is always an issue, and it's just a, you know a whole list of side effects that you get from these pills, and it's you know these big pharmaceutical companies they you know they've done their job they've gotten billions and billions of dollars you know they've they had the, those regulations before Trump uh, came into office and put some laws down but still you know. Big pharmaceutical companies, they had control over prices, over medications. 
Trump said, uh, you know, yeah, let's reduce all these prices by like half uh, because, yeah, you're overpricing these uh, medications too much. And who knows if these big pharmaceutical companies even did that or if that law even passed. Um, they probably did, maybe not. Who knows? You know, the, these big pharmaceutical companies are always spending so much money to to be able to have control over these prices and have control over the medical industry. And, um, you know, there has to be a competitor. There cannot just be a pill manufacturing company that pumps medication into people. There cannot, there cannot be that. There has to be a competitor in the medical industry. And the medical industry needs a reg, re, uh, what's it called? A resurrection, honestly. And in politics, the medical industry needs a resurrection. And it's going to need a lot of help from the, poli- from the politicians. But, you know, for, because they're going to have to, well, what I mean by politicians is pretty much like, The people in charge, who are like the head honchos, who are the head people, are, are going to be the ones who are going to make the decisions in offices in, in, in America, within the government. But, um, so, you, you're not, you're going to have to get your message out to them, right? So, it's like, usually through a legislative body or a judicial body of speaking your your word into uh, into a committee or into straight to those people who are in the government and telling them straight up how what you know what needs to happen in order for the re- resurrection of the medical industry because we cannot ha- let a pill manufacturing company pump massive amounts of dangerous chemicals into Americans. It's not going to allow Americans to prosper, and it's not going to allow for the advancement and progression of our health. What Americans need is, for the medical industry, is the competitor of that, of the big pharmaceutical companies. And there, ha- and there's been, and that's pretty much the cannabis industry. And there's a bunch of cannabis in- companies now that it's pretty much uh, being uh, the new, the new thing that allows for people to obtain marijuana. But um, you know, it doesn't have too much control over the medical industry and in some ways it does um, in some states it's legalized medically and that means people have to talk to a doctor uh, a cannabis doctor and you know talk about why they want to obtain cannabis for and then 
if the doctor approves, they give them a certification. They give you a certification. Then, with the certification, um, you get a medical marijuana card as well, and you're able to go into like these medical marijuana shops. And there's not many of them. There's like a few around around you know your communities. It's not like it's not like California or or Colorado or you know there can be medical marijuana uh, businesses in those places but like a place like New York like where I am um, there's only a few uh, you know kind of uh, cannabis dispensaries around here and there's very limited it's not you cannot even pick up cannabis flower it's very limited products that you can pick up uh, it's mostly oils or in the form of uh, capsules um, or like vaping it and it's just not the best way to ingest cannabis and it really sucks at the moment um, but uh, you know ca ca cannabis itself has to excel to the point where it's lobbying at a pace where the big pharmaceutical companies you know they're lobbying and you know their influence and the cannabis influence where the big pharmaceutical influence is not overpowering Americans and it is at this moment it really is it's crippling Americans and the cannabis industry has to really excel to the point where it's it's it gets to it has to set that foundation within the government you know change the schedule in the DA you know set the when we're setting the foundation we're we're, we're doing we're increasing research and development as well as implementing uh, strategic ways to regu you know uh, set businesses up or in, and new entre entrepreneurs up for success you know we got to we got to set up Americans up for success and medically you know we have to do better um, you know we have to develop we have to set the foundation of like when we're competing against the big pharmaceutical company there has to be the cannabis industry as well involved with hospitalization and treatments and everything like that because you know when people are hospitalized for let's say cancer uh, the go-to is chemotherapy and you know other other treatments and it's very harmful and it's like it's not the it's it's not the way to go you know someone doesn't want to have to rely on like any dangerous medications or chemo therapy to be able to you know fight off cancer you know cannabis the cannabis industry has to play that role where it has already been shown and researched 
and and the information is already out there where it states that these cannabinoids will reduce the and slow down this the speed of the duplications of the cancer cells in the body and that's extraordinary that's extreme when we're talking about cancer as well as epilepsy in these children where children or even adults I've but I'm talking about children most especially because it's even scarier for children to have to take medication and all these different pills to be able to survive or fight off epilepsy but um cannabis and these cannabinoids in the cannabis plant when when they when the cannabinoids are extracted into a concentrated form and given to these people it fights it like pretty much eliminates epilepsy and there's different there's a whole variety there's hundreds of different cannabinoids in each cannabis plant and it's unbelievable how little research and development has been done and progression within society for and push for uh, for for that new medical uh, industry and new me medical laws and new medical progressions and an advancement in medicine as and you know we don't have to arrest people for you know for possessing a tiny bit of weed that's it's not the way to go and you know a lot of these people who are smoking weed are the sons and or daughters of really important people and it would be a shame for, you know, these people, for, for anyone to be penalized or put on record for a possession of a little bit of weed when it's used as a medicinal, um, as, as, as a medicine. And... You know, I'm really, I'm really passionate about the medical industry and the cannabis industry because it's something that, you know, I've always been looking at and trying to figure out myself because it's not easy to, you know, put, switch from thought to thought and understand uh, what is really happening. But um, when you talk about it, like how I'm talking about it on this podcast, I'm actually able to get a lot of information out. Um, and it's a lot of information that is true, or mostly true. And if you know, just like all of my other podcasts, um, if I ever like say something that's not accurate, um, I'll look it up because I always listen to my podcast afterward and I'll look it up and then in the next podcast I'll I'll fix myself I'll say yeah I messed up in the last podcast you know uh, this is actually what the 
you know, what the thing was, and, you know, I always try to correct myself, I'm not, I'm never trying to spread any false information at all, because that's, that's not what we need at all when it comes down to the rejuvenation of medical industry and, you know, helping people out, and also the economics, you know, we're trying to rejuvenate the economics, you know, we cannot just rely on a president, you know, like Trump, you know, Trump, he may do a good job, you know, to, to help out, and so we, so we make more money in America, and that's good, but the thing is, when we're trying to make more money in, in legal ways, and we're trying to prosper as humans, and trying to be free from all negativity, and trying, and, you know, obstacles, we, we want to advance society, we have to, we have to get rid of, um, all of these, you know, we, what, what I mean is, we have to get, we have to get rid of all the things that we don't need, and there's a lot of things that we don't need right now. Um, it's difficult to get rid of things that we don't need because when we're making laws, it's like law on top of law on top of law. And it's this law, you know, you know, make makes that law null, or like you know what I mean. It's like you know, there's way too many laws nowadays. It has to be simplified. It has to be simplified down to the basics of what's necessary for government and military and civilians, work the working class civilians, to be able to advance as humans and to mentally be healthier and to, you know, perceive our communities in a different way. And to be able to help the community in whichever way is necessary to be able to allow the people to, uh, you know, think healthier and, you know, not think so uh, mentally or morally corrupt because of a morally corrupt law. You know, America is about freedom. And when we talk about freedom, you know, there's a lot of freedoms that were broken in in the past 43 minutes of me talking right now. You know, there's a lot of laws were broken morally, you know, and it's corrupt uh, way of thinking. Uh, but, you know... The thing is, there has to be a way to make money, right? Everybody wants to make money, and everybody should have the opportunity to make money. So, I believe that the thing is, with, with cannabis industry is that most people smoke weed and or or have smoked weed and 
these people who have or who still do are some of the most amazing people we know of in in modern times uh or it's you know it's always a big deal when somebody does it like when elon musk took a puff of a joint it was a huge deal for like no reason but you know it is a huge deal because of the reasons i've been talking about so many energies pulling back and forth it's like a that's why it's like an energy that people have not yet been able to control and because i am so passionate about this industry i mean i would love to be able to talk about the energy that the marijuana plant itself can provide and because marijuana the energies you know it's it was been used and still used you know as a meditative tool to medicate you and to relax you unlike any other substances in the world you smoke a little bit of marijuana and you are relaxed you didn't do harm to your body you know you either ingest it through an edible uh, or you uh, can vaporize it or you smoke it either way when you ingest it you are gonna get high and what that means is like when somebody gets high off of marijuana it's the energy of being high what the high energy is with marijuana because marijuana has there's a whole different there's many many different chemicals in in each strain you know so like each strain has different chemicals and a strain is the pretty much the name of the plant and um you know it's like it's too many to keep track of but but the energy itself of the marijuana plant is one that is connected to nature it's one that always that builds on it bit it because the human is so amazing because the mind and the body has receptors that when we ingest cannabis we have receptors that know what to do with these chemicals and what they do is they convert it into different chemicals and that itself allows our brain to make neurologically our the, the neural links between our, our brain and, and the synapses between the the between all the parts of our brain uh, when you when when you ingest cannabis the different connections occur and these different connections are, are often lead to a sense of well-being uh, and also a sense of love 
and it should always be a sense of love. And it's been studied in the past that the color green um, is the color of love, or it's the color of the heart as well. It's, um, it's the heart chakra. The heart chakra is green, and you know that's it's all about love. And when we're talking about cannabis, it's green, so it's all about love. And there's also some cannabis that actually has orange hairs. You know, the, the THCs, the THC uh, crystals are clear. You know, um, there's a whole different amount of colors and, and uh, you know, things about the cannabis plant that distinguishes it from anything else in this world and and uh, the the orange hair orange is if we're talking about the orange chakra in terms of orange chakra that's the sex chakra and that's yeah so it's like it's pretty much sex and love when we're when we're talking about the the cannabis with the green and and the orange. Uh, sometimes it's purple as well, and you know, purple. If we're talking about purple chakra, that's the third eye, and that's your 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 intuition or your awareness. It's your greater vision it's the vision you use um, when when you're not using your left and right eye it's your third eye is the one that's it's it's represented by the pineal gland in the brain and the pineal gland is a part of the brain that is mo and like most animals and um it's a part where it is activated by fire and it sends messages throughout your brain for um it, it's it's what brings you awareness of everything and um you know when we're talking about the awareness of everything and cannabis, that's definitely what it does. And that's definitely what it does when you get high off of it. When you get high off of it, cannabis itself will make you very aware. There's different cannabis uh, plants and each one will make you feel different. Um, but um, if one that gets you mentally high is one that will bring clarity and that's why your vision may start to look more like pop all the colors may start to pop out um, or uh, your your body will start to feel like numb uh, all of this is happening is because your body has these receptors that take care of all these chemicals and it uses it 
as like an energy source for your body to uh, to use for, as a medicine and to benefit off of it. And that's why cannabis is one of the best medicines in the world. If not the best medicine in the world, you know, next to, next to, like, uh, you know, next to, like, food, you know, next to, like, your diet, as a medication, uh, cannabis is up there, and, um, you know, that's just, simple, simple things that you gain, if over time you gain wisdom, and you get to understand that that's what it is, and, um, you know, that's my, you know, as, as, because my passion is to advance the cannabis industry and the medical industry, so, what, what I do personally is I document everything that's needed. <clears throat> and I document everything that's needed in order to take care of all the things that I've just said. And um, that's because it's necessary for the advancement of humans to be able to prosper just like the ancient Egyptians or ancient Greeks or Romans, you know. I want I want to have a utopian business and world around me and have positive thinkers around me and innovators and entrepreneurs and successful people. I don't want to see a I don't want to see a low a low society because of some laws. I want to see a high class and flourishing uh, and wealthy country because of I know what's what we're capable of and it's something that you know as because of my passion I'm able to uh, I want to like provide jobs in in the cannabis industry and make a dispensary that you know gives back to the people and you know gives jobs and makes everyone a lot of money and I'm and using profits to uh, innovate and to invest into the advancement of humans and, you know, our research and development in the cannabis industry and, um, as well as, you know, using all the, the profits to invest in the advancement into outer space technology. You know, we, we cannot be solely limited to what we know of here on earth we have to have a curiosity for what is to come and what's out there in space and um it's, it's really true and it's what's needed really to it's the inspiration that people need to uh, work at a at a place that looks fun and is fun and is medicinally medicating and you know uh, pushing new entrepreneurs to 
do do the same thing and have a have a you know a kickstart into You know, is that what it's called? A kickstart, uh, a head start, into uh, into actually creating a business because of the foundation of uh, you know if we actually step our game up in this country, you know, change the laws and the thing like allow entrepreneurs to open up these businesses around the communities around our country and get rid of these lies and schedule one drug narcotic drug of cannabis off that off of schedule one and off the website of the DA website it's just and it's like all these different things is things that is needed and is necessary for our economics to grow and for the medical industry to grow, the cannabis industry to grow, uh, you know, for our government to grow, and, uh, you know, we, the government has to be more, um, they have, they have to be more accountable for, for their actions, as well as, you know, all, uh, government jobs, but government jobs shouldn't be limited to cannabis and government should be allowed to have cannabis uh, and ingest cannabis if they choose to. It should not be a systematic issue and it really is at this moment because of these different laws that uh, put people in, in these records, these police records and it's an ugly it's an ugly face, um, but uh, you know it's that's that's what it is. And I, ho- I hope you like this episode of the the politics of the the medical industry, I guess. I don't know, and, uh, and the cannabis industry. So. If you liked it, please share it with your friends and family, and and uh, I'll see you in the next one. And let's let's hope let's hope that I get my my uh, my YouTube video up in the very near future. And I've been saying this for the past I don't know how many episodes, but we're gonna get it done. And it's gonna be it's gonna be something that you that's been better than you've ever expected so stay tuned and peace out